Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and it is Minute 63 on the Beetlejuice Minute. In this minute, Beetlejuice hasn't been with a lady in 600 years... Which, uh, interestingly enough, suddenly sees a brothel after all this time, Dante's Inferno Room. Then the Maitlands are inexplicably transported back to the afterlife waiting room and brought to their caseworker, Juno, who is not happy with them. And I would like to introduce today, Chris Perez Webster. Hi. I got it right this time. Yes, you did. (laughs) (laughs) She has come back. She has not run away. She has come back to join us today. Hi, Chris. Hi. (laughs) Um, Well, first off, I would like to kick it off by saying it's easy to see why Beetlejuice hasn't shared a lady's company in 600 years. (laughs) He combed his hair, sort of. (laughs) I mean, he has fungus growing on the side of his face. That's (laughs) totally appealing when you're dead. Yes, right? yes. I know I would like a man with fungus once I decay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and choose your own spike. Ugh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he says he's anxious. Could we say he's horny? Yeah. Uh, thorny probably. and horny. Uh, <laughs> um, well, this is going to go without saying. Maybe I don't even men- need to mention this. The brothel is red, which ties back to the whole red equals being alive. And in this case, sex, lust, red, live. Yeah, it's a very easy thing. But I just wanted to add that in. <laughs> and also the name of the place is... Dante's Inferno Room. With air conditioning. Yes. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious, the air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting to see that Juno, who is capable of traveling to the spaces where the living are, um, has a red lamp on her desk in her green afterlife office. Oh, mm. well, there's a little bit more of overlap later in the week. Ooh. Mm. Okay. I just said throw that out there. I've been I've been like the color police, Chris. I've been yeah. talking about the colors <laughs> throughout it, all the well, minutes. Well, and it's so easy like on on this film and some of Tim Burton's other movies because he he does a lot of that color work that, you know, from from one perspective you could say, "Oh, that's obvious," but from another perspective, lighting sets the mood, you know, and lighting done right, you don't have to um you don't have to overtly say, hey, look what we're doing over here. We, you know, li- lighting tells a story. And mm-hmm. so, yes, and color choice, all of those things. And he just chooses such vibrant canvases. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, uh, good job on your <laughs> on your col- color nitpicking because I would be doing the same thing. Woo-hoo! You can't see it, but that was a fist bump. Yes. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> And you also know exactly where you are because this is the only place that looks like that greenish tinge. So yes. automatically you know what's happened. That mm-hmm. you're in the afterlife. I mean, obviously seeing her. Slash purgatory. Slash purgatory. I keep yeah. saying, we keep saying afterlife, but it's really just the purgatory area that's green. Well, after life. I mean. The other yeah. part was blue. Oh, the people true. who had crossed over, cross over into the blue. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> all that peacefulness. <laughs> Very peaceful color. Whereas the green looks all sickly and bleh. Right. Kind of like, like Beetlejuice himself. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. So that fungus color. Yeah. Do you like fungus on your ladies? When you know, do you think you'll like fungus on your ladies once you decay? Okay. Oh. <laughs> wow, that photo opportunity, which no one could see, was kind of priceless. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, six hundred years is a long time to go. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I just, I know, I know that brothel is there for a distraction tactic. But I can't see any of them willing to uh, take that step with Beetlejuice. <laughs> hey, uh, considering how everybody else looks, aside from the Maitlands, that's not actually bad. I mean, you know, in the waiting room we had all the horrible death people. And uh, in this minute we actually see the football players. And one, or the football player on the left has almost like a melted face. Like if you really look at it. But everybody else is just have makeup. I think they were in a horrific bus accident. Well, they were. But yeah. I mean, there's only one that looks distorted everybody yeah. else just has like you know the, the black eyes and whatnot yeah he was the closest to whatever happened obviously and besides, it's michael keaton i mean you know yeah <laughs> so it's interesting that all of the um what would you call them brothel all the ladies of the night they look other than their makeup look pretty normal but they have horns growing out of their heads and so. maybe high-pitched giggle voices yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't really match their movements yeah. at all so the horns growing out of their heads give us a hint to the next minute i think because um well adam wouldn't have created little horn <laughs> horned head well, lady no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. repression um well the first time i saw it i mean because the way it starts you make it it almost makes you think that beetlejuice put it there but then he gives Adam's props, yes. to which Barbara's like, <gasps> Adam. Okay, this is the only time I'm going to say something disparaging about the acting. <gasps> I know, because I've been saying how much I've been adoring, especially um, Catherine O'Hara's acting. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, uh, Barbara doesn't look that shocked. <laughs> She's like, <gasps> it's like, it's almost like, was this part of a reshoot and they were out of character and had to go back in and reshoot this part? Yeah. Adam, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the script th also throws in a, have you ever, dot, 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 dot. Oh. Have you ever ooh. been, dot, 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 dot. Ooh. So it was in the original script, so maybe it wasn't a reshoot, unless they thought we'd just take it out and, you know, just mention later on, Juno says, that was my idea. Yeah. Or maybe they were just having a, a bad acting day. Yeah. yeah it could it be. happens. It could be. They're also kind of staring at nothing. Because they're very obviously composited into the shot. Yes. Right. <laughs> so that could also be it. All right. You're staring at this little thing. It's not there right now, but just act like it's going to be there. <laughs> so uh, my apologies to Gina Davis as the only thing I'm going to mention. I loved your acting in the rest of the movie. So there you go. There's that Oscar caliber right there. <laughs> Going back to the the little demon ladies with their high-pitched giggling, I was thinking, you know, I think that was another effect that they were trying to go for to make it more PG ah. as opposed to keeping, you know, what would be more sultry Anxious and titillating. They um, they went, oh, we're going to go with this little high-pitched little girl. <laughs> It's like Giggles. the it's the cartoon cat to, to make it To make it acceptable that, you know, we're... PG movie, here's some whores. <laughs> it's a whorehouse. <laughs> and Beetlejuice is not thorny or horny. He's just anxious. Yes. Anxious, yes. <laughs> he just yes. needs a neck rub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I want to go back real quick to the football team. I just realized it was clearly from um, months earlier, months earlier when we first, Beetlejuice first notices that the Maitlands have died. And there's the football team crash in the newspaper. But then months transpire before they go 
through all their processing and they come back into the house and they discover that they're dead. Um, and then, you know, so anyway, I'm just throwing that out there that the time warp is getting more and more confusing because <laughs> either it's taken them that long to be processed yeah. by the civil servants. There's a joke there somewhere. <laughs> or time really works wonky because it's just shuffling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, I'm pretty sure the, the joke in there somewhere, I'm pretty sure that's intentional. The idea of the civil civil servant afterlife just being a mess of paperwork. Yeah. Something, something we forgot to mention um, uh, way, way back when we first encountered the flat the flat guy hanging on the wires in the uh, in the waiting room. He actually has a folder that says, just try to lose this one or try to lose this. So, and you can see, you know, piles of paperwork everywhere. So I'm pretty sure it's a commentary on a commentary. (laughs) (laughs) I'm miming out. Hold on. (laughs) A commentary on uh, civil servants in general. Well, not civil servants, but that whole bureaucracy. I know many civil servants, that are not Barry's like backpedaling because I work for um, uh, the state parish, which for the rest of the United States would be the state county. <laughs> but I'm not Beetlejuicing. <laughs> and on that note, uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the Beetlejuice Minute. Bye. Bye. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.